Good afternoon, you gorgeous human being. Welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host for those of you who are new here. Welcome. It is a pleasure to have you here. And today we are back with a new episode to talk about contraception, spirituality, and the feminine energy. So before we get into this, if this is a topic of interest for you, please do not forget to like, comment and subscribe so you can get notifications of when I upload more content. You can also, depending on where you're listening, follow me on YouTube, which is Cosmic Wisdom Pod. Or if you are listening um, on YouTube, you can also follow my podcast, which is Cosmic Wisdom Pod, which is available on Apple and Spotify, I believe. Okay, let's get into this episode. So, I came of contraception, okay? And from the title, you can see I feel phenomenal, okay? I feel like a woman. And that might sound a bit outlandish, like what do you mean? But we're going to talk about it, okay? We're going to get into the the depths of of Ash um, and her journey on contraception and what I had discovered in the last month whilst doing my research and also trying to figure out what the hell my body was doing whilst it was on on contraception and also what it is doing after I have decided to get the hell away from that stuff. All right, so to begin with, I think I went on contraception when I was probably about 16. I think I started on the pill maybe 15. I can't even remember if there's an age limit. There probably isn't. That's another thing we need to talk about because that's concerning. Um, but I, I, I went on it pretty young. So maybe 15 or 16. And I remember being on the pill and that didn't work out very well. So I then started taking the injection um, you go every three months, you get an injection in either your bum cheeks and yeah, you don't have pregnancy scares. Um, well, I didn't for the entire five year period that I was on the injection. Saying five years out loud sounds a bit mad. That is a very, very long time. Anyways, during the course of being on the injection, um, I had no issues. Um, I say no issues. However, I had no period. So that's insane. We're going to talk about that too. But I had no issues in terms of my skin, hair falling out, all that stuff. I was pretty much fine. Um, until, (laughs) until I started getting a little bit older and I started to realize actually my body was, um, doing things that I didn't understand. For example, my moods were absolutely horrific. Um, I was snappy all the time. I was angry all the time. I was, um, miserable, borderline depressed and on the brink of, um, suicide to be frank with you guys. Um, I remember going for a really difficult period and the first time in my life I started thinking about ending my life. And that was a very scary situation for me to be in because I had never experienced that before despite all the things I had been through in my life, I had never got to that stage where I felt like this might be the end, you know? Um, I can talk about it very detachedly because I'm an Aquarius rising. So, you know, we tend to go through stuff and be able to recite it without any emotions. However, it was a very, 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 very deep time in my life and um, very stressful. 
so during that period of time, I think I was going through a spiritual transition anyway. And I, whenever I start feeling certain things, I listen to my body, so I start doing research. And I think I had found out that the the injection actually could make you suicidal and um, depressed and anxious majority of the time. So I was like, okay, maybe my body is getting to the brink of um, dealing with whatever crap I'm putting in it right now. Um, so maybe it's time to hop off this. So I made a decision to get off the injection, but obviously I was looking for a substitute. So um, I believe um, I gave my body a break, maybe like a couple months or so. Um, actually, maybe longer than that, because I remember at one point I became single. So I think I was off contraception for about a year and a half, which was great. I remember actually I remember being in my prime then <laughs> like don't get me wrong I had my bad days and stuff but I remember just feeling really empowered um and really in control and then um I decided to go on the patch um did some research about that knew some people that had used that as well and seemed to be pretty cool so I decided to go on the patch so as with all contraceptions we I can say for myself, but probably for the majority of women, we don't really know the ins and outs of what the hell we're putting in our body and um, what it could do to us and what the possible um, long-term side effects are of being on something which is a substitute hormonally to um, too long. So I was on the patch for probably about uh, a year and... I was on and off. Sometimes I was on it and then I was like, oh, I'm coming off this thing. <laughs> and then I was back on when I felt like I had got myself. Because I remember um, like being on it for like six months and feeling like, okay, my body is moving mad again. Like my moods are moving mad again. Maybe I need to take a break. So I took a break. And then when they got back to normal, I went back on it again. So that is telling. Anyways, we'll talk about that. Um, so I decided for good, um, about a month or almost two months ago that I was just going to call it quits with contraception, I'm not doing it anymore. I do not have any remorse about making that decision. I'm more remorseful about the fact that I had subjected my body to this, um, torture. I would say when we get into the ingredient of what contraception is and what it does to your body. Um, but I'm more remorseful about the, the, um, yeah, the torture I've subjected my body to in the last decade, basically. And for the first time, I feel like a woman. And what I mean by that is from the age of 16 to now, I have never had a very long period in my life where I haven't been on contraception. Apart from that one year and a half that I had, and upon reflection, I felt pretty great during that period of time. Aside from that, in my crucial years of development, mind you, I had never had a long period of time where I wasn't on contraception. And we're gonna talk about why that is significant and why I probably feel more like a woman now. Because, you know, from the age of, let's say 21, which is when I might have had that gap to, to your late 20s, your body changes significantly. And the reason why this is important, because what contraception does to your body and does to your hormones is frightening, okay? 
so let's just go into the background. I am someone who likes to know everything <laughs> as much as possible. So I will research and I'll research and I'll go down the rabbit hole things. And I decided um, the, the thing that made me initially want to come off the patch is that my body started responding to it differently. I started getting a rash wherever I put my patch and it was really itchy and really red. And I was like, this is a sign. <laughs> this is a sign you need to come off this shit. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm taking it off. I ripped it off. And I was like, I'm not going back on this crap again because that had never happened to me before. And I'm not someone that ignores what my body says. If the body says no, it's a no. So it's a no, that's where we're going. So I remember after that doing research, like what is the contraceptive patch and what does it do? And what do contraceptions do to your body? And how do they manage to get your bloody body to stop making eggs and just not have periods and all that crap? Like how do you, how do you even figure out to do that? That is insane. So yeah, when you become a little bit more spiritually woke, you start trying to piece everything together. So I was listening to this like, um, like seminar of this lady I can't remember her name for the life of me it was literally a fleeting moment of me in one of my rabbit hole phases um and she was talking about the reason why she's the only gynecologist I think she said she was the only gynecologist that doesn't prescribe contraception hormonal hormonal contraception because of her moral compass basically because she knows what it does to your body um she will not allow herself to prescribe it to people and i thought you know what good on you because we need more people like that who are going to tell us this shit is crap and you're better off finding alternative options to stop yourself getting pregnant um than taking this because what it does to you long term is not worth it but she basically um explains that the contraceptions that are available to most women that are hormonal are synthetic hormones which when you say that out loud it's like it's like duh like <laughs> how could you not know that they're not real hormones but honestly when i heard that i was like synthetic man-made man-made stuff aren't always good that's a bad sign. <laughs> That's very bad. And then it dawned on me that if it's not real hormones, which obviously it isn't, and obviously it wouldn't be because why would it and how could it, then there's a mockery going on here. Your body is being subjected to something, a lie. It thinks it's getting hormones, but it's not. So I started re doing more research and basically what I discovered is that these contraceptions have the ability to shut off or limit the communication between your brain, the neurons in your brain and the neurons in your reproductive system. Can we just like deep what that means for a second? I don't know about you guys, but to me, that sounds pretty mad. Like, if I am on something, a contraception, for 10, 15, 20 years, and my brain is not communicating properly with my ovaries, then something is definitely wrong. And this is not okay, because if they cannot communicate, 
then eventually they don't know what they're doing anymore. And then I realized this is why there's a lot of fertility issues. Because women have subjected their bodies to long periods of contraception. Because when you go to your sexual health advisor or clinic or GP or whatever the hell you want to call them these days, when you go to them and you say, I want to have sex, you know, and I don't fancy getting pregnant right now. What what can we do? And they recommend all these things, but they always recommend the things that are the easiest, like a pill or patch or injection. Something that you don't have to think about much or before it was the implant, which is absolutely no for me because you're not cutting my arm for shit to put shit inside of it. And then like, what? No. Um, and everybody that I had spoken to had said that they bled for ages on that. So that defeats the purpose of what you was using it for in the first place. Um, that's if you're not against period sex, but most men tend to be squeamish and don't want to do that. However, it's very easy to just go in there and them to say, here you are, here's a, here's a, I got a box of contraceptive patches, okay? In the box, there is, uh, Free no, is it f- free month supply? See, I can't even remember already. <laughs> I just want to forget about it all. But there's a free month supply. When I first went to um, the sexual health clinic to get myself on this contraceptive patch, they gave me a six month supply. And then the next time I went back, they was like, "Here, take 12, 12 months. No, you need to come in." every other free every other month or three months for a checkup just to make sure that you're because things like your weight if you smoke and all those things can have a massive impact on whether your body can um sustain being on a hormonal contraception contraception and there was no check-ins unless i went there and said something is wrong there was no check-ins um, and that's concerning because if you're shutting off, knowing as a sexual health advisor, clinic, GP, nurse, whatever you want to call yourself, if you know how this thing operates, how can you not feel like it's necessary to tell someone every single piece of information so they understand whether this is a decision they should make? I know sometimes it takes forever. Um, you know, there's long queues in the clinics, but there needs to be a system where this is managed a lot more better because to bring me in a room with someone for five, 10 minutes, let's say seven minutes on average, and just fog me off with something that I don't really understand. And I'm too young and naive to really process what I'm doing to myself. Um, and just letting me get on with it is doing everybody an injustice. Okay. Like we cannot continue to treat women as if they are just something we can disregard. Like our health is as important as a man. Like you can't just like, you can't just do that to us. It's not fair. A woman should have a lot more understanding about this. And even if they can't do it in the GPs or they can't do it in the sexual health clinics, then it needs to be done in schools, in secondary schools, when people are of age to have sex. Because 
you need to know the decision that you're making is the right decision for you. Another thing is when they say, um, oh, you know, we can use this contraception to help with this issue. They're not actually helping you with the issue. They're just shutting off the communication between your reproductive system that regulates some of the things that change in your body, like when you get acne just before your period arrives and when you get mood swings and changes just before your period arrives, when you get bloating and cramps, they're literally not helping you tackle the issue. They're just shutting off that function of your body. That is massive because like I said, if your body doesn't know how to do what it needs to do, when the time comes to having children, it's not gonna be able to do it. It's not going to be able to do it. Or you're going to have to pay now. You have to pay for something that could have been prevented if you were given the right information. Okay, so that is my rant, okay? Um, And the reason why I came with contraception. I did make some notes, so we're going to refer back to those so I don't lose my way. But... um, I wanted to talk about hormones in general. So I found two definitions on the lovely internet. A hormone is any member of a class of signaling molecules in multicellular organisms that are transported to distant organs to regulate physiology and behavior. Hormones are required for the correct development of animals, plants, and fungi. That's by Wikipedia. And then we have the Oxford English Dictionary that states a regulatory substance produced in an organism and transported in tissue fluids such as blood or sap to stimulate specific cells or tissues into action. Right. So like I said, if your body is shutting off your natural hormone production, then a lot of your organs are suffering in some shape or form, because they're not getting that communication. And that means that when you're eating, your body is not able to digest and transport the correct nutrients to the right organs because your body doesn't know what the hell to do with them. It's like, oh, they're just just coming in. We let them we let them all in, but we don't know where to we don't know what to do with them. Okay? We don't know where to put them. And that's why a lot of women store fat and put on weight on contraception. Not because they're fat and, you know, they need to lose weight. Some women are really active. I was one of those women. I was super active on contraception. It took me seven months, okay, doing the right things to lose 10K. Seven months. I think I'm at 12K now. But originally, my body would not allow me to lose anything. When I was on the injection, I did not lose anything. The most I would lose is maybe, I don't know, two kilos. And I would go to the gym four times a week. I would bust my nut in the gym, working hard like a man. And nothing would happen. I was eating salads and chickens and I thought, what is wrong with me? And the thing that was wrong with me is that my body wasn't doing what it needed to do. It can't clear out 
what it needs to clear out. There's no communication between my brain and the majority of my organs because there's no hormones naturally here. So my body became confused as I became confused. So I guess my message to women is everything is a sacrifice, okay? Nothing in life comes without some sort of fee or sacrifice. And at least I can be one of those people that are out here just giving you the tea about the sacrifice that you're making in terms of your body. Um, when it comes to choosing to have um, contraceptions that on in the long term are just going to ruin shit for you, basically. Like, they're good, maybe short term. Um, and that's a discussion we could have, you know. But that's not the discussion that's being had. You know, GPs are saying that you can stay on it for however, lo- however long. They're not telling you, oh, I think you should have a break when you go there to collect your your 90th injection, they're not saying, oh, I think it's time you consider, you know, coming off this. Oh, when are you planning to have family? This is when you might need to consider coming off this because your body's gonna need such and such time to adjust. They're just not doing that work with women. And I think it's really unfair. So at least there's women in the field who I'm gonna speak about um, one particular lady that I came across that has been an absolute lifesaver and I haven't stopped talking about her since, um, who are spreading the word about empowering women through their menstrual cycle and helping us find ourselves. Because if you shut off our hormones, then finding yourself is gonna be an absolute mare, trust me. All right, so, Like I said, once they stop communication between your neurons in your mind and your reproductive system, the result of this means you don't end up pregnant because obviously your ovaries don't receive specific instructions and signals from your mind to help you conceive. Um, That's alarming in itself, okay? It never occurred to me how it worked, but when I realized how it worked, I was like, that is scary because that means they they can do anything, they can do anything, all these vaccinations, all these silly things that they say that we need, instead of helping us build our immune system to a tolerable state of viruses and germs and disease, they just say we're going to shoot you up with whatever it is we can find and hope for the best. And what is the impact of that on your body, sorry? What is the impact of that on your brain? Do you know Did you do enough research to find out? Probably not. So that means they have the power to do anything with our bodies. Understand that they have studied the human body for a very long time. They know exactly how it operates. So they can shut shit down if they wanted to, okay? So when your mind starts functioning as it's supposed to at each stage of your cycle, you generate a big cloud of fogginess. I spent the last, (sighs) I mean, as a woman, your cycle changes, so so does your brain at each stage of your cycle, Um, which is fine. However, when you have a gap, essentially, between your mind and what's going on in your reproductive system, your body's, I can imagine, goes into panic mode, and everything becomes stressful. 
nothing makes sense. Making decisions is really hard. Trying to stick to structures is difficult. Getting up every day becomes a chore. Happiness doesn't seem like it's achievable and you have to work extra hard just to feel good on a good day, okay? So when I came off, which was only two months ago, I had um, a negative experience. My, I think I had it before, but obviously I was health naive those times and didn't really understand that before. I just had dry scalp, but I think I had um, like eczema on my scalp or seborrheic dermatitis or skin psoriasis or something along those lines I have one of those um and I had never known because I just always assumed my scalp was dry and I just needed to put oil in it and whatever la-di-da and then it wasn't until I came off my contraception that it came back it came right back um and it came back 10 times more aggressive than I have ever seen it and that prompted me to look into what the hell was going on with my scalp and why my body was doing this and I obviously put it down to a hormonal imbalance because I've just come off contraception my body is reinstating its balance um and re um familiarizing itself with who I'm supposed to be as a woman um and I found a lot of information about this and how your gut has a massive um, contributing factor to what your scalp and your skin does um, because your obviously nutrients can leak into your blood bloodstream and if you have a leaky gut then the things that you're not supposed to absorb in your blood end up there and that just confirmed to me like observing that process and also observing my emotions through that process. Like it was like, oh my God, my scalp is falling apart, but it also wasn't so dramatic. Whereas I know me prior, three months ago would have been losing my shit. I went to the GP, bless the woman. She didn't have a clue what she was talking about. She didn't have a clue what I was talking about. She was just like, just use shampoo. And I was like, great, you're really helping. Thank you. As if I haven't tried shampoo already, you know? So I just went home and I was like, I'm going to keep doing my own research on how to help myself tackle this shit because this is, this is painful. And, um, I don't want to go through this obviously. So I found a lot of information myself and that just confirmed to me, do you know what? They really don't care about women's health and we can only do ourselves a favor by caring about our health ourselves and making the best decisions for ourselves and not for anybody else when we think about pregnancy and contraception and having sex without using proper protection then it's really just for the benefit of both of us but like if you're in a relationship the other person benefits more because they don't have to worry about their body responding to whatever it is you're taking to stop this process of an unexpected pregnancy or unwanted pregnancy so is it worth it no (laughs) I came to the decision it's not worth it um if you don't want to stick a, a sock on it then we have to find alternative methods. And if there's no alternative methods, then there's no sex because I cannot subject my body to this torture 
ever again. Like with the knowledge that I have, I could not do that. So like I said, your brain cannot function properly. Everything becomes 10 times worse than it really is. Your body after starts responding to everything um, in positive and negative ways because your body has never basically had the um, the right amount of time to do its correct function, especially if you are like me and on contraception for quite some time. I'm thinking about it. My body has never had a chance to really flourish into the woman <laughs> that it needs to be. Um, and like... I feel like I robbed myself of that experience and opportunity. Like there's so much things that your hormones do at each stage of your development to rob yourself of that opportunity is really sad. And I wish I knew what I knew now, but nevertheless, we move forward and we we continue to grow and learn. But I just feel like a lot more focus could go into helping women understand exactly what they're doing. Another thing is the way contraception makes you feel less feminine. Um, I don't know if anyone else has this experience, but I'm gonna talk about it a little bit more. I found that I wasn't honoring myself at different stages of my cycle because I didn't care about being at different stages of my cycle I just thought yeah it's just a cycle whatever period comes and goes is what it is until I came across um this amazing lady called Elisa VT which I'm pretty sure um some women already know about her I've seen some videos on YouTube where they talk about her as well and I've also had the pleasure of watching some of her videos which are absolutely great she has great information for women and she is so inspiring and empowering um but she spoke about how at each stage of our cycle we are different and on my contraception and without this knowledge I kept trying to force myself into a square when I'm a triangle or a star I don't know I kept trying to fit myself into this box that I was um supposed to be like this every single day (laughs) that's a man's cycle men have the ability to be the same near enough every single day because they only have one hormone that is basically regulating their entire body they don't have the complexity of two hormones fluctuating significantly at different stages of their cycle so i'm going to work i'm forcing myself to be overproductive I'm coming home, I'm forcing myself to be overproductive. I'm going to the gym, I'm forcing myself to be overproductive. I'm sleeping, waking up, eating, thinking, all like a man. All like a woman who doesn't understand that she is going to be different every single week. And I kept trying to convince myself that I'm not allowed to be emotional. (laughs) I'm not allowed to have a bad week. I'm not allowed to have a bad day. I'm not allowed to 
cry. I'm not allowed to say that I need hugs and kisses and, and love. And I'm not allowed to ask people for things and ask for help. And it was just ridiculous, honestly. Like, I, the, I, I said to my partner, I feel different. I feel normal. And he was like, what? What do you mean? And I was just like, that is just, men will never get it. <laughs> I feel normal. I feel like I no longer have to fit myself into this square when I'm a star. Like, I don't have to fit myself in there anymore. I've accepted the difference between the man's biology and the woman's biology. And now, with the information that I have, I can honor myself at each stage and this is why Elisa VT is doing amazing work because if you haven't I'm this is not promotional but I have downloaded the flow living app and I've also purchased three of her books the woman code flow living period power Oh, Maze Hill is not by Elisa Vitti, but I guess it's a, a good book. I bought like a bundle on Amazon. But just using the Flow, the Flow Living app alone for this week of my cycle um, and being conscious of the information that she gives in the previous weeks of my cycle, I feel like a whole different person okay I am no longer forcing myself to exercise like fucking seven days a week because I'm trying to maintain my weight I'm understanding that at each side each cycle I need to do different things I need to eat differently I need to rest differently I need to feed my mind body and soul differently at each stage of my cycle now unless you get in touch with your feminine side it's really hard to listen or know what your body needs and without your hormones being naturally produced how do you communicate with your feminine your inner feminine how do you do that like that goes back to the mind of fogginess trying to connect with your intuition whilst your hormones your raw natural inborn hormones are not present it's absolutely insane thinking about it, i don't even know how i did i did readings like it's only by spirit's grace <laughs> that i was able to really connect because i remember when i first started reading tarot tarot and that masculine side of my mind used to fight me a lot it used to tell me that i was crazy and that there's no such thing as this 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 <laughs> this spirit that you're connecting to this universe that you're connecting to what is that the ego was a lot more louder on contraception because my intuition was I had to be still to listen to her. I had to be mindful to listen to her. Now I feel like I connect with her clearer on a day-to-day -day basis. And even when I'm doing readings, it feels a lot more clearer than ever before. And that's because the natural hormones that I have been born with are reproducing themselves again. And I thank God for giving me this clarity about what I was doing to my body and being able to listen to the signals because 
had I subjected myself to that any longer, maybe I won't be able to have um, the life that I see myself having in the next couple years. You know, this was the year for majority of people to get real with themselves and to make significant changes and to make better choices and be more conscious when they're living. And alongside that came with your diet, your habits, where you spend your energy. Um, and this was a very big um, game changer for me. So Elisa VT, Flow Living app, amazing. She gives recommendations at each side, at each, why do I keep saying side? At each stage of your cycle, depending on what you log your symptoms as. And that was a, it, it, like, it's a really good way to track how you feel, your moods, um, your cravings, your symptoms. And then she gives you recommendations based on what your body can be indicating to you at this present moment based off that symptom, which is amazing. Because I think, I don't, I haven't come across an app that does that. And it and for someone like me who likes to have information, I just like to know what's going on like everywhere. I just like to know what's going on up there and down there and you know everywhere. So to give that snippet of information is great and you can go off and do your own research and whatever, but just to know in the moment that you can just log your symptoms and get a, a solution or an, a, an idea of what the solution might be and what the cause is, is amazing. So now we move into the spiritual side and I just touched on that, like being able to hear your intuition and all that jazz is very difficult if your hormones are not present because that's a natural part of your guidance system, you know? we are able to connect through our emotions, through our mind, through our being. And if there's a massive part of us that isn't taking part in that, then how are we able to really experience our highest self? Okay. And I want to talk about the moon cycles as well, because in lots of like, um, cultures and, um, I even read, somewhere that if you live in a house full of women eventually all your cycles sync together and I remember when I lived with my mom this used to happen and even when you work with women like I have conversations with my manager and I'm like oh yeah I'm in this and she's like oh my god me too so the energy of connecting with women around us it's it's almost as if it builds a stronger um feminine conscious energy collective energy and if we are not able to commit to that function then what are we doing to ourselves but also the the feminine energy or the because feminine energy is not gender biased but I think feminine energy for me regardless of whether you identify as a man or a woman or non um non-binary I think the word is we all feed into that feminine energy and then women who have the ability to procreate and to um pass blood also feed into that energy as well so if we're not able to do that then what is happening to us and what is happening to what is happening to us as a collective because we need to be able to grow and give birth to ideas. And that's another thing, when I came off my contraception, 
after a few weeks, I felt a lot more creative. There was like a flow of energy in me that was more able to focus on the things that I wanted to do. Um, that wasn't just work-wise, like just creative pursuits that I have. Like the, the, the pressure as well of time or wanting to do things or be things before I felt like I'm ready or something dissolved like I didn't I don't feel this pressure anymore to be something or to do something before it needs to be done which was significant because I feel like I've lived my whole life feeling like by 25 you need to drive and by 30 you need to do this and then crap and I, I came to the realization that you know it's okay to be figuring out stuff we're all here to figure shit out so if I take longer than others, then oh well, it's just what it is. I want to make sure I enjoy my time here. I don't want to be bloody torture. Um, so if I have to take my time, then so be it. If that's what spirit wants, then that's what spirit wants. Um, so the moon, back to the moon. Sorry, I sometimes waffle. It said that women sink with the cycle of the moon um you know we have the waxing and the waning and the new moon and the full moon so that makes sense to me um i think my cycle has actually synced itself somehow with the moon and the next full moon is in aries on the 20th and i'm pretty sure that's when i will be um expect my period which is great because it's like connecting to divine source during such a crucial period of your cycle feels like it brings out a certain power that we're not always aware of and I feel like women used to do rituals and moon ceremonies because of the bleeding and because of the connection that we have to each other and because of the connection we have to divine and strengthening that relationship amongst ourselves and the collective. So being able to um, go through that cycle with something that I connect with so massively is, is, is an amazing thought and I, it's going to be my first full moon with my cycle round about the same time. And I'm super excited because I'm going to be able to release fully everything that my body has been holding in. I'm going to be able to release it all and say goodbye to that. <laughs> Shed it all, you know, um, I feel like without our hormones, in balance we're not allowed to really connect okay we're not allowed to tapping to the healing energy that we have innately it's really hard we have to do 10 times more work and I think that's why a lot of people give up they just decide they're not going to do the spiritual journey anymore they're not going to do the inner work they're not going to work on their shadow because how how can I how can I, if I can barely figure out who I am from day to day? And I feel like when you come of contraception and you honor 
It's no longer trying to stop yourself from being moody or depressed, but the more you accept that you are a, a fluid being and you change like the moon changes each day, the more you're able to master that energy and use it for your advantage. And syncing with the moon cycles is very important as well. I've been tracking the moon and how I feel each day and when it's in each signs and the aspects it makes. And it makes a massive difference just knowing, like today we're uh, Aquarius moon. I think we still are. It was this morning. But Aquarius moon, that makes you quite innovative, makes you tap into new ideas from source that you might not have. And I felt like this was the perfect, the episode came to me today to record. Previously, I just wanted to do, like I said, I just wanted to do, um, audio version but I was like no I need to be seen and heard when I'm recording this episode I want you guys to really feel my energy and know that I'm sharing all this information with good faith and good heart like I'm not telling nobody not to go on contraception and I'm not slandering contraception because it is good for um, certain things that women have struggles with. However, there's other ways and that's kind of the message that I'm trying to send here. There's alternative options. For example, diet. Our diet is a massive part of our cycle. Elisa Viti shared that information. She shared how at certain phases, your body wants different things. Like, you know, we all know the cravings come the week before your cycle, but it's like you're craving specific things and you don't know what you're craving. So you just eat anything. That's the reality. And this week is the week before my cycle and I haven't ate junk at all this week. I've had a really good nutritionist week. <laughs> I've ate loads of veg, lots of leafy greens, loads of nuts, loads of fiber, lots of fruit. And honestly, I feel like a star, a bright pink star. <laughs> Not a white star, a bright pink star. I feel feminine, I feel lovely i feel sensual i feel love loving i feel caring i feel me i feel like me for once whatever me feels like that's how i feel and that's is nice to feel that way you know usually the week before your period is horrible and you don't want to get out of bed i've gone to the gym i've gone for walks i've decided to record i've had little cramps here and there but it's not like oh cramps gotta stay in bed it's just like oh cramps she's doing her thing and that's lovely so there's alternative options you know you're able to find yourself throughout this period you're able to connect to nature throughout this period um and i think that is a beautiful gift that god gave us as women to be able to really empower ourselves and tap into that higher being that we know is in within. Um, and, you know, I think contraception doesn't help you based on how much it changes your hormones. It doesn't help you really connect with that inner, um, inner child and inner adult that you have, that higher being and that younger higher being that you have. It doesn't allow you to do that freely. It's like a battle to even reach two ends of yourself. So that is my take on contraception, spirituality and the feminine. I hope this episode has been useful. And I, again, I am 
not saying anyone should not be on contraception. I'm just giving you the information so you can be better informed and make decisions that are going to help you. Um, I want all my women to be able to feel empowered by the choices that they make and stand in their knowing of who they are and discover themselves day by day. And I think it's a pleasure to be a woman. It's always been seen as a difficulty, as a curse in some cultures, but it's absolutely magnificent the way our body works, what we can do with it and how we can tap into the energy of each other to be able to become the best version of ourselves. So if you enjoyed this episode, please do not forget to like, comment and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. And if you are new here, you can also find regular tarot readings each week. I'll be doing one shortly as well for the week coming, as well as the full moon in Aries, which I'm extremely excited about. Um, you can also check out my blog space. Uh, I'm trying to think if I post much there. I do kind of, I do a a, a written version of, um, the moon cycles. So you can find me on spiritual AFX.